Good morning. It's Tuesday, November 28th, and you're listening to Board Games FM powered by theologyofgames.com. So yesterday, I belong to a few Facebook board game groups, and yesterday somebody posted on there, uh, hey, what do you guys do if somebody's kind of uh, pouting and sulking because they want to redraw or re-roll the dice in a game? And um, I couldn't believe that it was a legitimate question. Like, I'm like, is this guy trolling or, or just trying to, you know, ask stupid questions? Because um, the answer to that seems fairly obvious to me. If somebody's sulking, then I let them sulk, and then I never play that, a game with them again. Um, it's just bizarre to me that, that anyone would allow that. I understand. I mean, sometimes uh, game groups kind of form and... You don't always like every person that's in it, but I feel like most of the time you're either in a group that you've formed yourself, so they're full of your good friends that you know, or you're in a public place and you can decide who to play with. And so that might happen to me once in a game, but after that, I'm not going to play a game with that person ever again, because that's ridiculous behavior. And I'm giving up an evening with my family to go play board games, so I'm not going to play board games with people who are dumb immature, racist, sexist, any of that stuff. And I have run across those people and I play one game with them and then I never do again. And sometimes I'm kind of covert about it and just kind of manipulate things so that I'm not in a game with them. And, but I also wouldn't be afraid to say, especially if like somebody's sulking because they can't draw a card or re-roll a die. Hey, what's next? Um, Nothing is next because I'm not playing a game with you because... Uh, the only three-year-olds I play with are the ones I'm related to. So anyway, wanted to start today's conversation off with that. I thought it was a crazy question to ask. I couldn't believe, um, I mean, I've seen crazy things happen at game groups, so maybe I do believe it could happen. But um, what are some of those behaviors you've run across where somebody has acted like, um, you know, a dork, super immature, any of those kind of things? And what is your reaction to that? How do you deal with people who are unpleasant in a game. So let's talk about that. Thanks for tuning in and keep the conversation going. We'll talk to you later. Board Games FM, powered by TheologyOfGames.com. Bye. Good morning and welcome back to Board Games FM, powered by Theology of Games. Again, just hoping that you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving week last week. Um, Some of you are just making it back to work today. I know for me, I, I mentioned yesterday as a teacher, I had yesterday off, and I'm, I'm back today on my way to work right now doing this broadcast. Uh, some of you had to go back over the weekend, bummer, but um, again, we always want to hear what games you played over the holiday weekend. I shared a couple of mine yesterday. Um, Scott, unfortunately, shared he couldn't play any yesterday. What a bummer. Um, or not yesterday, but over the weekend, but that's what he shared. So in any case, what did you guys play? Um... On a different note, I had mentioned yesterday that I had played Professor Evil in the Citadel of Time over the weekend, and I enjoyed it, but we won again, and we had not lost yet in this game. Well, I had the opportunity to go to some friend's house last night, and we played Professor Evil again. Uh, We gave it another shot. This was the first time for them, and um, we lost. It was the first time we lost to Professor Evil. And so what it came down to, in my opinion, was we were all very, very smart. We, we did the right things that we were supposed to do. 
and uh, we played the right cards that that were the right cards to play but it came down to just the luck of the roll when it was professor evil's turn to move and do whatever he was supposed to do you know he just he rolled better than uh than we could play and so i guess my final assessment on the game is it's beautiful i love the artwork i love the components i love the mechanisms in the game and how it plays i'm even okay with the randomness of professor evil winning by the luck of the roll versus how well we played that's okay because i feel like this game is lightweight enough and it's quick enough that it's a great entry-level co-op for um you know maybe those younger family members or first-time co-op players so i love the game i think it's a great game not going to play it with my gamer buddies but i will play it with um with family members who maybe are first-time gamers or are co-op gamers or younger players uh, because I think it, I think it's a really good game. You need to play it sparingly enough so that it stays fresh. But um, that's one of these games that you just can't you can't overplay. And I'm at the point where um, I've overplayed it, so I've got to set it aside for a little bit and let it be. But it was interesting last night because I had an experience that that I've had in gaming before, and this is kind of my question for the day. Um, I had this experience where I was teaching the co-op game for the first time to these uh, other players. They never played co-op game before, and um, my wife was there, and, and another of her girlfriends was there, and one of my buddies. And um, so the girls, which I should have known better, they were there to chat, and uh, me and my buddy, we were there to play some games and chat a little bit um, outside of the game. What I didn't account for was that the girls would want to chat during the game. And as you know, a co-op, if, if somebody's not invested in a cooperative game, it just totally takes the fun out of it. It gets to their turn and it's the, uh, oh, what are we doing? Uh, what should I do? What do you guys think? And then one of you has to quarterback them, remind them of what's happening in the game. Well, this was happening with two players, uh, my wife and her friend. And um, so I've, I've had this happen before. I should have known better. But what I'm bringing up today is the topic of the bad game experience. What is one of those bad gaming experiences you've had? Um, and I want to I wanna even bring the confines into more of a social element. Socially, what was a bad gaming experience you had? So don't let's not talk about mechanics today. I hated that game because of this reason. Uh, let's talk about you, you were with a group of friends and it just totally botched uh, your game night because you played something with the wrong group of people. Um, for me, it happened to be Professor Evil and the Citadel of Time last night, even though I still had fun with it. Um, I just felt like if we had a greater investment from our friends, we would have had a better time. And so I was kind of sitting there disappointed because me and my buddy were quarterbacking the game while the two ladies were chatting. Um, in any case, what's a bad game experience you've had? It's just been like, man, this did not fly. I thought this was going to be a good game group. And it did not happen. Anyways, let us know. Call in or uh, leave a post. And we'd love to hear. We'd also continue to love to hear about what you played this past weekend over Thanksgiving break. Uh, that's all for now. Check you later. Hey there, everybody. It's AJ Skistad again from Board Games FM. And I'm kind of <laughs> tickled right now about the conversation that um, Scott was just talking about. Somebody asking about... Or they were sulking because of um, bad rolls or poor draws or inability to draw 
What do you do with that person? And I'm not going to talk directly about that, but it just reminded me of a situation that just brings hilarity to my heart. <laughs> and it, and it, it wasn't me that was in this situation, but two of my friends who I love gaming with, and they're both really good gamers, and I respect them both. It was just one of those situations where things got silly, things got heated pretty quick, because people weren't really thinking about what they were doing, and I got to share it with you. It was so fun uh, <laughs> for me as, the, as a spectator. So we're playing Descent a couple weeks ago, um, and sometimes we play it with three players and sometimes we play it with four. And, and, and me and my buddy who are the heroes, we'll play with two heroes each. And if we play with a fourth player, we hand off, I hand off one of my heroes to them. I don't care what they do with him. I like my hero, but um, this guy, he's a good gamer, and, um, and I, I know he'll make good choices with my heroes. So that's great. And then the Overlord obviously is playing. So we're playing, and this guy um, who's playing with my hero rolls the dice. He has a super good roll. And mind you, I've got dice trays on the table so that we don't, we don't roll our dice all over the, the player board. And um, he rolls a super good roll. One of the dice knocks the edge of the dice tray and is out. And um, it's fine. He goes, okay, that's my roll. And nobody said a thing about it. Nobody said a thing about it. It was hysterical. And um, not the Overlord didn't say anything, and neither did the other players. So he rolls it out of the dice tray. One of the dice has a really good roll. Not, not even like three minutes later, he rolls again. One of his dice falls right out of the dice tray. Terrible roll. He picks it up and goes, oh, it wasn't in the dice tray. I'm re-rolling. Overlord says, wait a minute. So last time, because you had a good roll and it fell out of the dice tray, that's legal. And this time, because it fell out of the dice tray and it was a bad roll, that's going to be not legal. You're going to re-roll? Uh-uh, I don't think so. To which the other player said, I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean? I didn't throw it in the dice tray. And obviously we know who was in the wrong here, but... I know I've been on the end of the on the end of that spectrum before, where I feel like, um, yeah, I should get to re-roll, but then I I don't really think it out and think, wait a minute, I played a little cheaply the last play. Uh, let's go ahead and just uh, play by the rules and play fair here. So I get where this guy was coming from. Sometimes when you're in the middle of a game and in the heat of it, you think, yeah, I'm going to re-roll. I need to re-roll. That didn't go in the dice tray. Oh my gosh, the escalation of anger that was between the two of these players was crazy. Now, I'm, I'm laughing on the inside, but a little bit frightened on the outside to see what might happen here. I don't know what these guys are going to do. So I finally piped up and I said, you know, me and my other buddy who, who always play, I said, we made rules at the beginning of the game when we started playing this. My rule is I have to roll in the dice tray. If it falls out, I get to re-roll. His rule for himself is if he rolls out of the dice tray, it's legal. Um, so we made those rules a long time ago without this third player for us. We didn't make it for this third player, though, and then we had the situation actually arise. Made me laugh. The fight escalated for a little bit, and then everything cooled down because we were all level-headed gamers. It was just in the heat of the moment. But, Scott, your conversation just made me think of that. And so it was a long-winded story. If you stuck with me this long... I'm sorry because that was a long that was a long story. In any case, roll in the dice tray and that's the only legal way to roll. That's my thoughts. Check you later.